Welcome, welcome back to the Planet Mindfulness Podcast, Episode 7. I am Nicole, your host and mindfulness coach. Thank you for being here today. Um, I don't really know what this episode is going to be about. I'm kind of trying this new thing where I hop on the mic and I allow God to just speak through me. Mm. Even in saying that, (laughs) I feel more clarity as to what I feel inspired to talk about allowing. Allowing is such an important part of the spiritual journey and it's something that is very challenging for us humans to do. Now, in many cultures, they describe God as a non-binary entity, meaning God has masculine energy and feminine energy. And we as well, we humans, divine beings having a human experience also have masculine and feminine energy. It doesn't matter what your gender is. We all have these energies. The masculine energy is represented by the sun and the feminine energy is represented by the moon. The masculine energy is, you know, motivation, action, doing things. And the feminine energy is more intuition, compassion, self-reflection, allowing. And these two energies work together to create our lives. And we must have a balance of the masculine and the feminine energy. But in our current society, being that we are all so disconnected from our spirituality, from our inner being, you know, we are super, super masculine. We have so much masculine energy in the society. It's all about doing, 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 action, action, action. How can I, this is what I want. How can I get there? I got to do boom, boom, boom. It's got to go this way. When we do that, we have no room for allowing. Allowing is letting go. Allowing is in the title, allowing God or the universe or spirit to work through you to solve the situation for you. When we allow, we've reached a place of I'm giving this problem or this desire or whatever this is to a higher power. I'm putting it in God's hands. It is out of my hands. And in that, it's very freeing. A lot of people think, you know, giving your problems to God or just giving it up, putting your hands up is an act of uh, fear or weakness, but it's actually the opposite. When you give a problem to God, that is the highest act of faith. Faith is believing in something that you cannot see. So when you give your problems to God and you allow and you open yourself up to, you let go of the need to control and to know exactly how things are going to pan out, that's when something beautiful happens. I remember before the pandemic started, um, it was like February of 2020, I had a great job that I loved and could see myself there for many years to come. But I had a moment internally where I acknowledged 
I, I found myself like at a crossroads, like in my mind. I can continue to give my all to this job and, you know, be here for years to come, make good money, or I can choose a new path. And I knew that I had to make the, the decision soon and I had to act soon because I don't know. I honestly, looking back, I think it was God. I had constantly been asking God for answers. You know, what am I supposed to do with my career? What am I going to be when I grow up? How am I going to make money? How am I going to get health insurance? How am I going to plan for retirement? Like, I was thinking of all that stuff. And I had always been asking for solutions. I wanted a good, fulfilling career that aligned with my interests, that made me good money, that allowed me to help people, that allowed me to, you know, be my own boss, make my own hours. And I wasn't in that position at the time. And I asked God for help. Prior to asking God for help, I would just look for jobs all the time because that's what I knew. I thought, okay, I need to find a good job. Like, that's what my human brain thought the solution was. But when I allowed, I made the decision, I'm going to leave this job in March and I'm going to figure it out from there. I don't know if I'm going to work after. I don't know what I'm going to do, but it's going to be fine. I'm leaving this job in March. Everything's going to work out from there. Once I made that decision, I let my employers know, and I did start saving a little extra money out of my paychecks in preparation for that time. What happens in March of 2020? COVID. <laughs> and the world changed. And I was put in a unique position to earn money, not working, and it gave me... I've been working full-time non-stop since I was 16 years old. I've always had a job. I've never took a break. I've always balanced work with school. And that's because I believed that that was success. I believe that in order to be successful and to make lots of money, I needed to always be working. That was a limiting belief that I now see I internalized from my upbringing that manifested into my experience. Um, I say all that to say, had I not let go and kind of just taken the big risk of leaving my job and trusting God, trusting that things would work out for me, trusting that I would land on my feet, I don't know what would have happened. But when I jumped, it was like God was <laughs> the parachute that I didn't even know I had. And sometimes that's what it takes. I say that to say if there's something going on in your life that is causing you stress or that you know genuinely isn't for you, you don't want this in your life, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a job, whether it's something about your appearance or your personality or something going on within your family or with a friend, whatever the case may be, give that problem to God. Let go of the need to control the problem. Let go of the need to solve the problem and find the solution. And try and cultivate a peace and a knowing and a trust and faith that a higher power is going to work it out for you. Because one thing I am constantly reminding myself is that I am not alone. We are not alone. 
we are not alone in this human realm because we all go through the same shit and feel the same ways and have the same experiences. So no matter what you're going through right now, guarantee there's someone else out there that is feeling the exact same way as you right now and gets it. So we're not alone in that sense. And we're also not alone in the spiritual sense. If you have a loved one that is transitioned to the other side, we all have ancestors. We have angels and guardians and spirit guides in the non-physical realm that we can't see, but that are constantly working behind the scenes to ensure that we have the life we deserve, that we are safe, that we are protected, and that we are guided in the directions of our dreams and our passions and what makes us happiest. So I know it's easier said than done to just let go, but it's possible. You know, mindfulness has really helped me to let go. Um, mindfulness has given me clarity so that in the moment I could recognize when I'm about to go down that rabbit hole of obsessing over trying to find the solution. Mindfulness has shown me that I always have a choice. In any given moment, you always have a choice as to how you're going to feel and react. Always, 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 always. And it's not until you really start cultivating mindfulness that you realize that. Because what happens is, in real life, we we act automatically. We are all running on autopilot. We do the same shit every day. We see the same people. We eat the same foods. We think the same thoughts. We feel the same feelings. When you are stuck in a routine, your brain put you under this illusion of you being in control when really your brain is running on autopilot. We do the same thing every day and we do it so well. We're such good learners. Our brains are so powerful and make it so easy for us to do things that things happen automatically. Like think when you brush your teeth, do you really pay attention when you brush your teeth or are you automatically without having to think about it, brushing the different areas of your mouth? Like, driving we can drive and not even really pay attention i can drive and have a conversation with someone and make it to my destination and it's like it's because the brain can do things automatically now while this is a skill and it's great and it comes in handy many a times it also limits our choices if my response is automatic i don't get to choose my response if someone says something to me that triggers me and my automatic response is to tell them to f off i've lost my choice in that and then now the interaction is gonna go negative whereas mindfulness gives you that moment of oh shoot like Alexis just said that to me and now I'm feeling pissed at her how do I want to proceed do I want to tell her to f off or do I want to take a deep breath remind myself whatever she says about me is a projection of how she feels about herself and it's not a reflection of me and move on with my day mindfulness gives you that choice letting go is something that's been really important for me to understand as an entrepreneur now this whole mindfulness and spiritual practice I've been on this for years and I started planet mindfulness two years ago and when I started planet mindfulness I had no intention of turning it into a business I had no intention of you know providing services or anything like that 
that all just kind of happened and God just kind of brought that into my experience. And when I did make the decision to get my certification to be a coach and offer services and charge people, I then realized that I held on to the need to control how I would get clients. I felt like, okay, if I want clients, I got to do this, 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 and this. This is how I got to do it. And if it doesn't work, maybe something's wrong with me. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. I I didn't allow God in. I kind of just put everything on myself. And if what I did didn't work, I, I allowed it to make myself feel bad. And that's why thinking that we can handle everything on our own is kind of a setback. And I don't want you to think you can't handle things on you or on your own. You can. You absolutely can. However, if you notice that you have a new challenge or something new that you are trying to accomplish and you want help, you don't necessarily know how to do it. Or if it's the type of thing that causes you stress or causes you to question yourself and your worth, that's a sign that you need to let go and allow and let God in. And that's what I needed to do. I applied mindfulness to my thoughts about my business, and I realized how those thoughts and those beliefs were manifesting into my experience, and I forgave myself. Step one, forgiveness is so important. Forgive yourself for what you didn't know in the past and forgive yourself now for what you do not know. It is a journey. We don't need to have all the answers at once. We are on this planet to learn and have fun and that is it. All of those struggles I had, all of that doubt, when I finally let go and allowed, God inspired me in a new way and gave me the idea to create mindfulness coaching services for entrepreneurs like myself so they could identify what beliefs they had, what struggles they had in their business, and how their beliefs and their thoughts and their attitudes contributed to those struggles so that they can work to reframe those beliefs and start to let go of the need to control every aspect of their business and allow God in. Because when we allow God and the universe into what we're doing, it's beautiful, it's big, it's abundant, it's better than anything we could have ever created on our own. Because God works through us. Whatever it is that you've been called to do, you were chosen. You have these desires for a reason. You have these wants and these passions for a reason. You were chosen to like the things you like and have the skills you have because those skills and those talents and those passions will, one, make you happy and make your experience on this planet better, but two, it will in turn make the world a better place. You can be of service to others. You can share your gifts with others. That's all we are all here to do. Find what we love the most and share that gift with others. Now, back to allowing and letting go. A mindfulness practice is a really, really, really good way to practice being able to do that. I also want to teach you guys a couple of manifestation techniques that helped me. I highly recommend making a vision board. You can make them online. 
You can Google images and have them printed out. You can, you know, take pictures of take pictures from your phone and have it sent to CVS or Walgreens and print it out and put it on a wall. There are so many different ways you can make a vision board. All you have to do is find images or words or affirmations that are things that you want. Your dream home, your dream job, your dream bank account, how you want your social media to look, how you want your house to look, what kind of experiences you want to have. Put all of that in one place where you will see it every day. And when you look at it, just cultivate good feelings of gratitude and know that you're going to have it because you will. You'll find that once you really do start manifesting and testing it, this shit works and it works quick. The only thing that keeps our manifestations away from us and maybe prolongs them manifesting into our 3D reality is our belief system. So manifestation techniques are effective at helping us change that belief system. So vision boards, I highly recommend. I have one. It's in my bedroom. It's the first thing I see when I wake up in the morning, the last thing I see when I go to bed. I also recommend affirmations. Find some that you like and that means something to you. Say them to yourself every day in the morning, in the evening. Say it over and over and over again to really soak it into your mind because your mind is a sponge. Your conscious mind, it may, there were, let me be real. All right. I'll talk money for a second. Money, overcoming my beliefs about money have been my greatest challenge on this journey. So when I first started and I had affirmations like, I am a money magnet, when I would first say those to myself, I would feel silly. I would think, girl, no, you're not. But nevertheless, I persisted. I kept saying those things to myself. I kept, I found music. Music is also a great thing. There's so much affirming music out there. I found music that was about, you know, being rich and having everything you want. And over time, the way I feel about money has just changed. That is a manifestation in and of itself in a sign that I am in alignment with who I truly am. I no longer think of $100 million as something unattainable to me. Like, it's you just got to do these things over. It's Repetition is very important because repetition is how we develop these habits that we have now. So find some affirmations that work for you. I am limitless. I am powerful. I am in the right place at the right time doing the right things. I am creating my dream career. I am a money magnet. I am aligned with the energy of abundance. Say these things to yourself every day. Feel them. Do it every day for weeks. And I guarantee you will notice that your mind is going to change. Um, another great technique is scripting. With scripting, you are essentially writing a script for yourself. Like, imagine you are playing a part in a movie and you are describing that character. 
Nicole is a thriving mindfulness coach. Each day, she works with individuals to awaken the collective conscious. She makes X amount of dollars every month. She lives in a beautiful home in this neighborhood with four bedrooms and three bathrooms. She is loved by a wonderful, supportive partner. Whatever it is that is your dream, write it down. Use your name and write it in present tense. Susan is making $50,000 a week. Susan is living in a beautiful mansion in Newton. Susan is exercising for 30 minutes every day. Susan is strengthening her mindfulness practice by meditating for 15 minutes every day. Whatever it is you want, the sky is the limit. Write that script down. Take your time. Read it to yourself every morning and every night, especially every night, because those thoughts before bed, the thoughts we have before bed impress upon our mind during our sleep. I never go to sleep feeling broke or angry or nothing. I go to sleep and I remind myself, you are that girl, and don't you ever forget it, and then I go to sleep. So write your script, read it in the morning, and especially at night, Every day for three weeks, watch your life change. Another technique, a gratitude technique. I talked a lot about gratitude in my last podcast, uh, Manifestation Part 2. Write one line of something you're grateful for. Thank you, universe, for my car. Something that you have. Then the next line, you're going to thank the universe or thank God for something that you have, but that has not yet manifested into your experience. So previous example, thank you, universe, for my car. Thank you, universe, for my home with my three-car garage. Then you go back to something that you have. Thank you, universe, for my incredible job. Then something you want. Thank you, universe, for the million dollar a year salary. And you just go back and forth between things you have and things you desire. Read, once. go as long as you want, 20, 30, 40 items, whatever you want. But I will say, don't go too long because then what happens is you'll get mad excited about this and start reading it. But then if it's too long, your conscious mind will be like, eh, like we'll read it another time or eh, we don't really have time for it. Me personally, whenever I do these manifestation written techniques, I keep it a page because I know that I can at least read a page. And I, like I said, you may get frustrated at a point and not really want to do it anymore. Keep doing it. Do not let yourself stop until it has been, do not let yourself stop until it has been three weeks. That will truly make an impression on your mind. Um, So try these techniques out. See what works for you. There are so many other ones out there. Those are just three that I thought of off the top of my head that have worked for me. I've also made affirmations my screensaver. Um, Like, I'll have, like, I'm so happy and so grateful to have $100 million. And I'll read it every time I look at my phone and say it over and over and over again in my head. Now, randomly, my mind will just be like, I am so happy and so grateful to have $100 million. And I'd be like, yes, that's right, subconscious mind. You internalize that, girl. You manifest that, girl. We have that. So do it. Trust me, it works. You will change. You will see the change. And when you see the change, 
express gratitude and say, thank you, God. I see what you're doing here. I see you're working. Because you know, the more gratitude you give, the more you receive. Oh, it's been a lot. Allowing, it's not easy, but it starts with you. Have faith. Start practices that help you truly believe that what you have is yours. You got this. If you need any help or support, please reach out to me. You can email me, Nicole, at planet-mindfulness.com. You can DM me on Instagram or TikTok. Thank you all for being here. I love you. Go out and go get what is yours. Goodbye.